Good evening. I call to order the Lake Havasu City Council regular meeting on Tuesday, November 28th, 2023 at 5.30 p.m. We'll now have an invocation from Pastor Jesse Kano from Living Word Family Church, followed by the Pledge of Allegiance led by the River Riders MC, Mr. Paul Blazer. In Jeremiah 29, 7, the Lord tells Jeremiah to seek the priests and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you. Pray to the Lord for the city. Because of it, it will prosper, and you too will prosper. Heavenly Father, we lift up, Lord, first of all, the peace of your city, Jerusalem. And we also lift up, Lord, our city, Lake Havasu City. Keep us, Lord, under the shadow of your wings. Keep us under the shadow of your protection, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord Father, as you bless our city, Lord. We ask that you bless also our elected city officials, our city council, our mayor, Lord Father. We ask, Lord, that you anoint this council, Lord. Anoint them with your wisdom. Anoint them with knowledge, Lord Father. We ask that you give them the ability to discern right from wrong, justice from injustice, and truth from falsehood. Extend this anointing to our elected justices of peace, our law enforcement, our first responders, Lord Father. And we just thank you and we ask this in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, and welcome, uh, Mr. Blazer. Thank you for being here. Why, thank you. Uh, for those that don't know me, obviously they do. My name is Paul Blazer. I am uh, the president of the River Riders Motorcycle Club. The River Riders Motorcycle Club was established here in Lake Havasu City in 1976, almost 48 years ago, uh, by like-minded individuals like myself who enjoy riding and sharing in the brotherhood of events together and having fun times and creating memories on the road. Our club has a long history of putting on and participating in events that help benefit local charities and individuals in need. One of our more well-known events coming up is our annual toy run. This will be the 40th year of putting on this, a great milestone of the event, and it has grown to draw hundreds if not thousands of participants from near and far. The event will take place this Sunday, December 3rd, with the event encompassing a parade ride from Pirate's Den in Parker to the final destination on McCulloch Boulevard's Main Street, arriving at about 1 o'clock. Participants in the event bring a toy or two to be collected at the conclusion of the ride. We will work with the Havasu Community um, Health Foundation Food Bank to distribute the toys to local families in need, making sure that no child goes without a toy at Christmas in Lake Havasu City. As in the past, we have, will have live music, a beer garden, food, a 50-50 drawing, and more. This year, all the proceeds from the beer garden sales will go to the New Horizons Center here in Lake Havasu. Additionally, we are proud to partner with the city at the annual community dinner, supplying lots of toys for the children to receive when seeing Santa. It gives our members great pride and warms our hearts to be able to give back to the community that we are a part of and have been established in for almost five decades. We look forward to many more years of community involvement and helping wherever, whenever, and whoever we can. Thank you for the opportunity to open tonight's meeting, and we hope to see you and the whole community out at, uh, to see all the beautiful motorcycles on December 3rd on Main Street as we ring in the season of giving. 
Everyone is welcome to donate. Happy holidays to all. Thank you, Paul. And thank you for all the work that your organization does uh, for our community. We appreciate it. All right, moving on to item four is the roll call. Ms. Williams, if you please call the roll. Council members Nancy Campbell. Here. Michelle Lynn. Here. Cameron Moses. Here. Jenny Koch. Here. Jim Dolan. Here. Vice Mayor David Lane. Here. Mayor Kalshihi. Here. Thank you. Thank you. Item five is the consent agenda. Would any of the council members like to remove any of the items for separate discussion? Mayor. Yes. Motion? Yes. Move that we accept the consent agenda as presented. Second. We have a motion from Councilmember Koch and a second from Councilmember Dolan. Is there any additional discussion? Seeing none, we're ready to vote. Motion carries seven to zero. Thank you. Item six is correspondence, communications, petitions, announcements, and the city manager report. Item 6.1 is to announce the vacancies on Lake Havasu City Boards, Committees, and Commissions. Ms. Williams? Mayor and City Council, there are several vacancies on Lake Havasu City Boards, Committees, and Commissions. The following is a listing of those vacancies. Board of Adjustment, two regular members and two alternate members. And the Parks and Recreation Advisory Board, one student member. Anyone interested can pick up an application packet at the uh, City Hall, or they are available on the City's website at lhcaz.gov. Thank you. Thank you. Item 6.2 is the city manager's report. Good evening, Mr. Knudsen. Uh, good evening, Mayor. Uh, good evening, Council. I would like to start uh, the manager's report with uh, some uh, special recognition we have for uh, three of our heroes that work for Lake Havasu City. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, our parks employees, our park maintenance technician, John Schwing and Andrew Hartman, and maintenance specialist, Tyler McCoy, were hanging up lights at Wheeler Park. And without going into too many details, they saved an individual from an attempted suicide. Uh, we are sensitive to this event, but at the same time, we are grateful to our employees for their quick action and heartfelt care for all members in our community, and they deserve to be recognized. Um, by the way, if you know someone who is experiencing a mental health crisis, get connected to support by calling or texting the 988 Lifeline. Uh, with that, uh, Mayor, I think you have something special for our three HERO employees. Yes. If uh, John, Andrew, and uh, Tyler would like to uh, come up front. So Lake Havasu City has many heroes that work among our ranks, and we are so honored to be able to um, honor and recognize your achievements. Um, as Jess mentioned, uh, all three employees are of the Lake Havasu City Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, we're thankful for them and also for their leadership team, including Mike Keene, the Parks and Recreation Director, uh, Guy Reynolds, the Park Superintendent. Uh, we also have our maintenance leads, Carl Toth and Gary Waldor, and the field supervisor, Tim Rodriguez, uh, for sharing the story with my office. So they, they were uh, excited to share the story, and obviously when we heard about it, we knew we had to do uh, something to recognize uh, what you had done. Um, I actually happened to be driving by, uh, leaving City Hall and heading down, uh, down uh, towards the resort at that time, and actually saw, I just didn't know what was happening. I just knew there was a lot of commotion. So um, uh, amazing work that you all do uh, unexpectedly. So uh, John, Andrew, and Tom, on behalf of a grateful city, I, the mayor uh, of uh, Lake Havasu City, uh, and the city council and the citizens of Lake Havasu would like to express our gratitude for your life-saving 
being uh, heroics. Uh, Lake Havasu City is a community that chooses to shine a light on and celebrate individuals within our community who go the extra mile in personal effort, volunteerism, and also service. We're extremely proud of your quick response and an unselfish act to save the life of a fellow citizen. You are all true heroes in our community, and we're proud to have you on the Lake Havasu City team. So therefore, uh, today I'm gonna to present each of you with a certificate, but also a key to the city, which is the highest honor that we offer uh, through Lake Havasu City. Well, it's not a real key to the city, it does symbolize uh, the real key. <laughs> Uh, to the uh, many hearts of Lake Havasu City uh, that are thankful for your heroic act of saving a valued life of our community. So thank you so much and congratulations. And then if we could have uh, Mike Keen and, and Guy and the, the supervisor team come join us. Uh, the council, if you want to come around and join uh, as well, we'll take a, a photo. have to all get together um, and uh, we'll stack it up tall and back, uh, shorter in front. Well, I'm in front. Yeah, yeah. we good? Yeah. Every, did, we, did we make it, Steve? Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks again to uh, to our heroes. Appreciate all your efforts and what you did for uh, Lake Havasu City. Uh, next, I'd like to share with uh, the community and the council about the, um, our one new police boat and our one new fire boat that was uh, just delivered uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, the new fire uh, boat, which is pictured on the bottom uh, uh, two pictures, is equipped with cutting-edge technology and advanced firefighting and emergency medical capabilities and is a vital asset in our efforts to enhance emergency response operations on the lake. The new uh, police boat, which is on the, the top two pictures, uh, replaces the current aging fleet, which allows us to patrol our area of responsibility, which as a city is the Bridgewater Channel, and, uh, but we also respond promptly and effect effectively to emergencies on the water to assist other law enforcement agencies. The acquisition of uh, both these, bo these boats was possible due to Arizona, Arizona State Lake Improvement Fund, or SLIF, which exemplifies the state's commitment for public safety. And I just have to recognize and thank Representative Biasucci and Senator Borelli for supporting SLIF funds for Lake Havasu City. On behalf of the Mayor's Office, Vice Mayor David Lane, you attended a, a special presentation for retired uh, Police Chief Dan Doyle. 
sponsored by Daughters of the American Revolution, where he received the Havasu Chapter DAR Distinguished Citizen Medal, which exemplifies honor, service, courage, leadership, and patriotism. Congratulations uh, to you, Dan Doyle. And Mayor, uh, you and Vice Mayor David Lane attended Havasu Pioneer Eunice Werenberg's 100th birthday, proclaiming the day in her name and giving her a key to the city and thanking her for many years of friendship to Lake Havasu City. Uh, there's a special coffee with the, uh, the mayor this week, and it's not just because I won't be there. <laughs> it's uh, because uh, we'll be, uh, the mayor will be joined by Fire Chief uh, Pete Palafas and Police Chief Troy Sterling. That'll take place uh, this Friday, which is December 1st. It starts at 8.30 a.m. and uh, will end at uh, 10 a.m. Members of the community are encouraged to attend to learn more about what's happening in the city and get answers to any questions they have about current and future projects or activities. Uh, this came up on us very quickly. The, the, uh, the entire community is cordially invited to attend the 20th annual free community dinner, which takes place on Friday, December 8th at the Aquatic and Community Center. That's just one week from Friday. Uh, the team is offering two different uh, serving times again. The early bird serving is at 4 p.m. The doors open for that at 3.30. And the second serving is at 6 p.m. And the doors are open for that service at 5.45. Uh, both servings are first come, first serve. And we can uh, feed up to 500 people per seating. The dinner uh, hosted by the community for the community provides a relaxed atmosphere to share a traditional holiday feast with family, friends, neighbors, and anyone who just wants a dose of great community spirit. Thanks to numerous volunteers, donors, and local business sponsors, this event grows every year uh, for the last 20 years. The Turkeys, uh, which was a coordinated effort by Vice Mayor David Lane uh, through Albertsons, who donated the, uh, the turkeys at cost, and funds are raised through donations by the London Bridge Rotary Club, Lake Havasu Rotary Club, Sunrise Rotary Club, Daybreakers Lions Club, and Kiwanis of Lake Havasu. Uh, the turkeys and the food will, will be prepared and cooked by Tahar Food Service and prepared by Master Chef Christopher Galaga and, and uh, Wave Culinary Hospitality students. The meal will include uh, turkey, ham, potatoes, and gravy, stuffing, dinner rolls, vegetables, and a choice of uh, pie for dessert, which is donated by Smith's Food and Drug Grocery Store. As uh, Paul Blazer mentioned earlier, Santa will be making a special appearance at both servings, and uh, he will be bringing uh, toys for girls and boys. Uh, again, special thanks to the River Riders Motorcycle Club. Uh, Havasu Pick, sponsored by Anderson Auto Group, is, uh, is on site for both servings to capture all your memories. If anybody in the community is interested in volunteering for this event, please visit the city's website at lhcaz.gov slash, uh, excuse me, lhcaz.gov slash volunteer. And or you can, uh, with a phone call over to our Parks and Recreation Department at 453-8686. Uh, and then uh, a reminder that Republic Services is hosting a free residential household hazardous waste event that will take place on Saturday, December 9th from 8 a.m. to 12 o'clock at Fire Station 2, which is located on Kiowa Boulevard. We encourage all of our residents to take advantage of this opportunity to dispose of your tires, your uh, oils, anything that doesn't belong in our landfills or in our trash containers uh, will, be, uh, will be accepted at the, this event. And with that, Mayor and Council, that concludes my report for this evening. Thank you, Mr. Knudsen. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll move on to item seven, which is our public hearings. 
Uh, during our public hearings, uh, we will have the opportunity to hear from citizens on each of the items. Uh, when you make your way to the podium, when we open the public hearing, just state your name for the record, and uh, you'll be directing your comments directly to the city council. So uh, there is a light indicator box next to Ms. Williams. Uh, green means you have time. Yellow means you have one minute remaining. And red means that your time is up uh, for the testimony. When you are giving your comments or if you're here for one of those items, we do encourage you to talk during that, side, that time so we can have a two-way conversation. Uh, at the end of the meeting, we will have a call to the public where we can just listen intently, but we can't have a two-way conversation. And I'll review the, uh, the guidelines when we get to that section of the meeting. But we'll start with item 7.1, which is a Class B bingo license application for the VFW Post 9401 Auxiliary. Ms. Williams. Mayor and City Council, uh, Ms. Lonnie Munn has applied for a Class B bingo license for VFW Post 9401 Auxiliary. The applicant is applying for a new bingo license with Games of Bingo to be played Mondays and Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at the VFW Post 9401, located at 266 Lennon Bridge Road. There is currently one active bingo license at this location that, that is issued to the VFW Post 9401. The application was reviewed internally and no objections were received. The applicant is in attendance and is um, here to answer any questions from the City Council. Thank you, Ms. Williams. Uh, Ms. Munn, did you want to make any comments? Well, first of all, if I want to You could just uh, hit the microphone. Uh, there should be a, a red button in the center of that platform, and it should turn green. It was on. Oh, perfect. Okay, then just lift it up. Perfect. I didn't, right. I didn't think you needed me to use the microphone. I'm pretty loud. The folks at home want you to, though, yes. Thank you, first of all, for uh, allowing us to do this. You know, we work very hard to earn all of our money for our veterans in Lake Havasu. And we do the veterans, the, the children of the veterans. We do as much as we can do. I know last year we gave over 50 flags to our boats on the water for the sheriff's department and the police. So it's hard-earned money, and we need all the help we can get to earn some of this money. Yeah, so I'd fan. be glad to answer any questions you have. Fantastic. Are there any questions from any members of the council for Ms. Williams or for uh, Ms. Munn? Councilmember Moses? Yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you for all that you do. Um, uh, absolutely love uh, your, your, your organization there. Um, is this, so this is a second bingo license? Uh, you currently have one there, is that what I heard? We don't have one. The post has one, and okay. this will be for the auxiliary. For the auxiliary, correct. Yes. And this will be traditional bingo, or is this uh, uh, the gaming? The, the This is the gaming bingo. The, but we the also do the dumper bingo, and they can play it uh, either machines, or we have it available at the bar. They can play regular bingo. Okay. And has... Uh, so have you had these machines in your organization before? Uh, these Yes, these they exist in? today. They exist today, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's a successful thing for you and it's working out? Yes, thank goodness. They really, really are because, you know, we have some slow times in our post. Of course, our winter visitors make up for a lot of that. But in the summertime, it's rather we, we really rely on a lot of those funds. Awesome. All right, well, thank you. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Are there any other questions from members of the council? All right, uh, this is... Well, right, it is. We have two days as the auxiliary and five days at the post, so we only have two days, <coughs> if, if that clarifies for you. Yeah, so there's it, it, the way that the, the, these current bingo licenses work is they can be stacked um, with different uh, nonprofits being attached to it. So the auxiliary is going to be doing two days, and then Correct. the uh, post is doing five days. So they stack them that way to, to be able to earn money through this mechanism. All right, uh, this is a public hearing. Would anyone like to address the city council? Yeah, please just make your way to the podium and state your name for the record. 
My name is Dennis Dickey, and I am the quartermaster for VFW Post 9401. Most of you know me already. Yeah. Um, this is an opportunity for the auxiliary to be able to join the VFW in preparing and receiving funds for our veterans out there. We do a lot of programs that are designed specifically for these veterans on it, and it's going to be a huge step for us, to, and we welcome them aboard for it to do that. Thank you, Dennis. You bet. Thank you. Would anyone else like to address the city council on this item? Seeing none, we'll close the public hearing, bring it back to council for discussion or possible motion. Mayor, motion. Yeah, Vice Mayor Lane. I move to recommend that the Arizona Department of Revenue approve a Class B bingo license for VFW Post 9401 Auxiliary at 266 London Bridge Road. Second. We have a motion from Vice Mayor Lane and a second from Councilmember Dolan. Is there any additional discussion? Seeing none, we're ready to vote. Motion carries seven to zero. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, the next uh, two items, item 7.2 and 7.3, I'm going to recuse myself and I'm going to turn the meeting over to Vice Mayor David Lane. Yeah, lift that seat up. He's way too tall. So, thank you, Mr. Mayor. So, <clears throat> this item 7.2 uh, will be to approve a maintenance agreement with the London Bridge Resort LLC regarding maintenance responsibilities in the Bridgewater Channel. Ms. Carey? Good evening, Vice Mayor and Council. There are a couple items that seem to resurface every couple years between the city and the London Bridge Resort relating to maintenance activities. The parties have a really great relationship and we're able to work through these issues. But every time we rehash the history, we talk about past agreements and past actions. And so this proposed agreement will provide the intent of the parties moving forward while, re while streamlining maintenance activities and delineating the responsibilities of the party. There's three main maintenance areas that this agreement covers. It covers the southeastern portion of the Bridgewater Channel, which is when you exit Rotary when you're walking towards the bridge, up until a part where the walkway comes down from the convention center. The city would take, part, take care of the maintenance in this area, which would include trash removal, sidewalk cleaning, maintenance of the trees and benches, maintenance of the gabion baskets, lighting, weed abatement, and bathroom maintenance. The second area is the stage area under the London Bridge, including both stairwells on each side. The resort would take care of the maintenance in this area, including trash removal and the cleaning of the stairs, walkways, and the stage area. The third area is the fence that separates Rotary Park and the golf course, and under this agreement, the resort would take care of that fence. Most importantly, though, for the city, this agreement is the pathway to obtain an easement for the property along the channel that's adjacent to the resort's owned property for public access. Long, long ago, when the channel was dug, there was an intent in the historical documents that there would be an easement along the sides of the channel that would provide public access. Although this intent is found in many different documents, the actual easements were never made and recorded. And so the city has taken every opportunity that it can over the years to obtain easements along the channel. And so this is our opportunity now to obtain easements on that portion that's right in front of the resort. 
This is important because it allows the public to access or walk through that area, which obviously is important to our citizens and visitors. It's a heavily traversed area and important to all of the businesses and just to enjoy the lake and the channel in that area. The proposed agreement is for a term of 20 years commencing on December 1st, um, but either party can terminate within 180 days notice. To facilitate the resort providing maintenance activities on city-owned property, there's also a companion item, which is the next item on the agenda, um, which is a lease agreement for, um, between the city and the resort. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have. Thank you, Ms. Gary. Yeah, I think for myself, one of the most important parts on this is the easement. Um, several months ago, uh, if you recall, we made a commitment here on this uh, council that we were going to maintain public access to the waterfront and the, and the beachfront properties uh, all around the lake. We did that with a resolution out on the island. This is the next piece of that puzzle. A lot of people don't realize that the whole east side of the channel is actually governed by the London Bridge Resort and not the city. And uh, we use that, um, but we don't have any legal access to it. So by doing this easement, we now have legal access, and we make sure that that property stays open to our citizens and to our visiting public. Uh, when it comes to the maintenance, uh, if you've ever been down there, sometimes you'll see the, the guys doing the trash, and they get to a certain point, and they turn around, and they go back the other direction. Um, that's because the city is doing part of it, and the London Bridge Resort is doing part of it with this agreement. Uh, we will now have uh, our parks people empty all the trash and along the channel all the way up to where the resort starts. And in return, um, the resort is going to clean under the bridge uh, and the stage area and the stairwells. And if you've ever been over there, sometimes those stairwells get a little sticky from people spilling stuff. And uh, we have brand new concrete down there. So uh, it just evens up that, that agreement so that uh, both parts are, and both parties are, are doing their work. So with that said, does anybody uh, on the council have any questions for Ms. Gary or the applicant? Council Member Lynn? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to see the, this agreement with the easement, but I think I'm confused with the under B, resort agrees to maintain the area described in the exhibit to include the uh, stairs and the walkways. So if we agree to this, then our are we obligated on the next item to agree to that lease? I just, I think I'm confused. If we, if this goes through and it passes and the lease doesn't pass, are they still obligated to take care of this? Ms. Gary, can you, can you answer that? I would think that it's totally separate, so the vote is totally separate. Well, they're companion items, and so the passage of one would require the passage of the second one, unless there's some other mechanism to facilitate that, but mostly it, because they're going to be doing work on city property for their insurance and workers' compensation purposes, they need some sort of arrangement with the city to kind of show that nexus. So I, I guess still I'm just asking, so it's kind of we're obligated to vote yes on the second item. If we vote yes on this, we're obligated to because if we, if we don't, then they won't, well... They if may not. I mean, I can't, I can't speak for them, and that's certainly a great question for the applicant, and, and they can respond to that. But that. That could happen. We could agree to this, and that it says that they have to maintain this, a second item. If we, don't, if we don't do the lease with them, they still have to do this. 
Well, that's they, what it's they don't necessarily, just because we approve it doesn't mean that the other party has to sign it. So council could approve it and not approve the next item, the companion item. We go back and then negotiate again further with the other party and determine whether or not that was possible. Vice Mayor. Please. Point of of clarification, please. According to Exhibit A, it says city maintenance, and it shows it attaches um, from pretty much all the way down along the channel, and it stops prior to hitting the resort. On Exhibit B, it says resort maintenance, and then you'd see the continuation of that point going around to the bridge in question. So uh, just a point of clarification, am I reviewing this properly, that we do stop our maintenance at the point of Exhibit B. The city's maintenance is shown on A, and so that's the point in which you exit Rotary Park and kind of where that walkway comes down from the convention center. So that is the portion that the city will maintain. Right, and then the second portion that we see is what the resort will continue yep. to maintain. Yep. Thank you much. So, yep. And, that's, and that is the easement portion. Councilmember Moses. I, I, I heard you say that we'll have, both entities can have 180 days to void this contract, this agreement, but the, um, that won't void the, um, the easement. The, the easements will be, will be there in perpetuity no matter what. Correct. So once we draft and enter into that easement, it won't be tied to this agreement or any other agreement. Okay. Well, uh, if I may, Vice Mayor, um, this is one of those things when I got on council, I was like, what? The city doesn't have that, that easement? The city doesn't have the right to, um, to, to maintain, uh, to hold this, you know, valuable piece of property for our citizens to go use and all that stuff. I mean, that's all owned by the London Bridge Resort, which thank God they've been such great actors leading up to this. And, um, and, and I just want to thank them for coming to the table on this and the willingness to um, make this situation right and to protect the access for all of Lake Havasu. Uh, a lot of times as a city, you only get one shot at this and this was never followed through in the first place. And so the fact that they're willing to come back and, and make it right and, and to do right by the citizens, I just want to commend the, the resort. Um, and, and I want to thank them for for, for being willing negotiators in this uh, agreement, and, and thank you. Any other comments before I open up the public hearing? All right, this is a public hearing. Is there anyone that would like to address the council on this item? Please step your, up to the microphone, and the light indicator box will uh, start with green, go to yellow, and then when you're done, it's when it's red. Uh, hello, my name is Mark Zeef, resident eight years. I just want to make sure that the dog walking rule is going to stay the same because I know you're not allowed to have dogs at Rotary. People use the east side of the channel to walk their dogs. Can anyone clarify on that? That's a critical issue for a lot of dog owners. Yeah, this does not change that whatsoever. We do have an ordinance where you cannot have dogs in Rotary Park. Rotary Park doesn't start until the end of the channel. So Okay, I just wanted to make sure that this doesn't have stipulation in it where it says, okay, now since the city is going to be patrolling that, he don't want to clean up dog poop, so he's going to talk to his supervisors, and in a year and a half or two years from now, there's going to be no dogs on the east side of the channel. You know, that's what I was afraid of since it is city. So anyway, thanks for clarifying that up. And then just a real simple, I was at the meeting this morning when Cal was explaining this, 
And I just want to thank him for being a great steward and coming forth. Uh, I think it's great. And just to clear up what I understood, city owns under the bridge, Cal owns along the East Channel, not Cal, London Bridge Resort, sorry. That'd be Mr. Flatley who's sitting here in the So office. in order to go over and clean one versus the other, they're just basically swapping maintenance responsibilities. That way, insurance could be covered for workers. So anybody who's confused, it's, it's real easy and black and white. And I just thank the London Bridge for doing that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your comments. It's good to see all of you. Happy holidays. You too. Anyone else like to address council? Please make your way to the microphone. Hello, uh, my name is Daniel Finch, uh, resident for 34 years, spelled F-I-N-C-H. Uh, this, uh, this concerns me, the fact that there is a little confusion from even council members. This came up very, very quickly with no public notice, no anything. I have a direct, uh, I'm impacted directly by, by this, being uh, an owner of a business on the other side of the bridge in the English village. And we were, we were shocked that this, this came up so quickly. And what I'm, my questions are, if, if the London Bridge Resort, uh, we need that easement, right? They, you need their permission and, and, and to clear that up. If the city owns the, the land under the bridge, why do we need to lease to the London Bridge Resort to create the easement? The city already owns that property. The easement is already there. So my, my, I agree with the easement on the channel. I think we need to protect that access 100%. The fence, all, all of that, except for that right underneath the bridge because that directly impacts my, not just my business, but at least eight other businesses down there. The way that I read the agreement, again, it's very quick. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of confusion. It seems to be very, very vague, and, uh, and it concerns me a lot. There's no verbiage in there that limits the control that the London Bridge Resort will have over that uh, city. They, they can have wedding receptions. They can hold whatever events they have. And the London Bridge Resort competes with every single business on the other side in the English village. They can absolutely uh, affect our business. Number one, if, they, if there was a wedding reception or some type of an event, nobody uses the London Bridge Resort parking lot to go to the stage under the bridge. They use the English Village parking lot. That's what we rely on. And if it is filled with cars and, and people from an event that the London Bridge Resort has, it neg negatively affects my business. It neg negatively affects my family. And, and it's a very real thing. Community events happen all the time down there. Community events don't happen every weekend. They happen for uh, great causes. We've, we've been members of this community for 34 years. We love this town. I, I've I chose to raise my family here and uh, been a line level employee management at the London Bridge Resort. I worked there for 26 years. Uh, so this is not a, a personal vendetta at all against Flatley. Uh, Mr. Flatley has is, is always taken good care of me. So I don't want this to become a, a personal thing. But community events like the Duck Derby, the, we just had a walk for, for the dementia awareness and, and things like that. Those are very short. They happen most of the time in the morning. But we're great community members. Those things are important and we don't mind the little bit of impact that that has. But if we are going to do full-blown wedding receptions or events that take six, eight, 
10 hours when you take setup and take down and, and all of the other, th that really, really hurts our business and we will have to pay. Uh, and, and besides that, if we're going to enter into a lease with the London Bridge Resort, why weren't we given the same option? I would love, love to lease waterfront property for the exact same price that's listed in the agreement, which is zero dollars. I would love that option. You know, of course they, they want to, and, they, and the only obligation they have is to hose it down and take out the trash. I would love to do that, maybe at Rotary Beach and set up a hot dog stand or something. It just, it seems like this was really pushed fast. It was really uh, rushed through. We had no idea, and this affects a lot more people than just the London Bridge Resort. Uh, so. I, this is not a win-win. This is the the way it's worded is very vague. It, it is a win for the London Bridge Resort. It is a loss for each of the business owners in the in the village. And uh, my questions are: is, is number one, why so fast? Uh, number two, if this if we need to uh, do this for this particular piece of property under the bridge, why twenty years? Why does it have to be twenty years? That's, that's, that's like a land grab that I don't think anybody in here that owns a business would allow a competing business to have control of their parking lot for 20 years. Uh, it, it just really, really hurts us. It, it, it scares me. And uh, going forward, if we enter into this lease, if we wanted to hold an event, we would have to, who, who permits it? The Lund Bridge Resort, we would have to get permission from our competitors to hold an event under the bridge, there's all these questions. The verbiage is not there. I would, I would love for this to be tabled. That's, that's it. Yeah. Thank you for your time. And let me clarify a few things. One, um, we kind of got into the next item, uh, which is the companion item, which is the lease. Um, so we'll talk about that when we get to there. This item is for them to do the maintenance um, on that property. Um, not for the, the lease. That will be on the, the next item, and I don't want to confuse the two items. This is for our uh, the easement along the channel and who's going to clean underneath the bridge and the walkway. And then uh, we'll talk about uh, the rest of that when we get to the companion item, but I appreciate your comments. Next up, you sir. Thank you. Uh, Dallas Finch. Um, been here 34 years um, as a resident, I also um, am co-owner of the business uh, that we that my brother talked about. Uh, David, I'm sorry. Um, the two are the same um, because if if one is passed, then the other has to pass. Um, I don't think the Lennon Bridge Resort is just going to sign up for 20 years um, to empty trash and maintain it. I don't. I just don't see it. I worked for them for a long time, 26 years. Um, to me, um, again, we don't, uh, we don't want to make it personal. Um, I love the resort. I, 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 I worked there for so long. Um, but this to me, like my brother says, seems like a power grab or a land grab. It affects a whole bunch of, um, uh, people. So I do want to, I do want to ask who authored it. Who, who brought it to council? Did council go, uh, did the city go after the London Bridge Resort or did the London Bridge Resort bring it up and say, hey, we want to do this? Yeah, that was the city going to the London Bridge Resort and saying that we want to get this easement. Um, with that easement, um, we would do the maintenance along the channel, but what are you going to give us in return? 
and they said that they would clean underneath the bridge and the stairwells. Um, like I said, I don't really want to get into the next item, and I understand they are companion items. This is a, uh, the lease agreement. Anything that happens on that bridge or underneath there, and we'll talk more about it in the next agreement, it still stays with the city. It does not go to the London Bridge Resort. It stays with the city. This is just, uh, it will be a lease agreement, and like I said, we'll talk about that in the other item. I don't want to confuse the two. This is, so who's going to clean what, and the easement and some other items in there, such as putting a fence uh, around uh, a shed that. and that Again, kind of thing. They are so, still intertwined. I under, oh, no, I, I, totally I believe that this should be tabled, and so we can get some clarification and get uh, the citizens out there to know what's going on about their property down there, uh, about entering into a lease. Um, if you enter into a lease, uh, reading it, it says that we have to, uh, if we wanted to hold an event, we come to the city, right? Mm -hmm. We could come to the landlord and not the leasee. It will stay the same as it is right now. This is just a okay. lease. So if, I, if I'm a competing business with the London Bridge Resort and I want to have a, an event that maybe they don't want, okay, maybe it's a conflict to them, we'd have to go to the city, correct? That is correct. It goes, and everything the city, will go through this. The city is mayored by the general manager of our competition. You, can you see the conflict of a huge conflict? And because, of, because he recuses himself from the vote doesn't mean that he doesn't benefit further down the road for 20 years. Uh, I understand what you're saying. What, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is nothing is changing as far as permits go. When you want to have something under the bridge, and Ms. Gary, if I'm getting, because it's two separate items, please let me. If because it's, it, it, you want to get a contract to have an event under the bridge, nothing goes through the resort. It all goes through the city and all fees are paid to the city, just like it is now. The whole reason for the lease agreement is so when the, the employees of the resort are cleaning off the bridge or the, the stage, Okay. The, the concrete under there and the stairways, I, they're I, covered I, under workman's comp. Yeah, I have and not city I appreciate cost. it. I don't want to eat up my time because I have a lot of questions. Okay. The also, I, I do have a letter or a deed of dedication dated 12 years ago, um, signed by the city attorney, and uh, you were um, just starting out. And I will read it. It is from VRE that gifted it to the city, correct? And uh, it says, and I need glasses these days, but uh, um, it is, it's, I'll, I'll just read it. Uh, conveys to Lake Havasu City, a municipal corporation of the state of Arizona, solely for public use and open space. All right title interest grantor in certain property situated in Mojave County, solely for public and and open space. It doesn't say, and there's not an expiration on this, it doesn't say we can, that the city can enter into a lease with a competitor or any, I mean, why wasn't I, why wasn't I approached? Is it because you wanted this and they had it? And so you want, so they, it's a tit for tat thing? It just, it just smell, smells, it does. And the optics of it is horrible. So I moved to table it. 
I want to table this till we can get this straightened out. To have these things intertwined, they're not. As much as you try to do that, they are, they are intertwined. I took some of your time, so if you had another question. No. Nope. Um, with that, uh, there's, there's just so much, there's so much problems with this that I just want to table it. Maybe for a week, two weeks. Let us, let me, I like the owners of the village now, they had no idea. Okay, so if it were turned around, if I came and I said, hey, I want to lease the, the, under the bridge, I don't think the London Bridge Resort, I think the London Bridge Resort would be standing right where I'm at and contesting it if it was turned around. And with that, that's all. I have a lot more, but we have another agenda Thanks. item. Mr. Mayor, or Mr. Vice Mayor, can I just ask the city attorney? So we are, just to clarify, we are not legally obligated. I'm not forced to vote. If I vote yes on this one, I'm not forced to vote yes on the next one. Correct. Okay. So if I vote no on the next one, because when they're given their opportunity and we present the item about the lease and we get the details and we learn about it and we decide at that point, I can freely vote no. And it could fail, but there's still the agreement for them taking care of the channel. We still have public access. We still have public easement. Yes. However you vote on either of these items, whatever the outcome is, the city will then get with the resort and we'll talk about whatever that outcome is and decide what the pathway is forward. If it frustrates the purpose and we aren't able to accomplish those things, we'll go back to the drawing board. This is something, though, that we've been working on in the city for over a year at this point in time and it comes up because there are several issues the easement is very important but the fence is also important the maintenance of the channel is also important the maintenance of the stage is also important there's not this underlying conspiracy that's going on it's not to give any type of control of under the stage to the resort it it really is and it's simple because it is simple it is to give them the right to go there and maintenance the property with respect to what they're agreeing to in the maintenance agreement. They'll have no control over events. They cannot host their own events there without going through the city's special event permit. As you all know, the mayor and city council have nothing to do with special event permit process. That all goes through the city. It will all be processed through the city. So the, I, I hear the concerns and I, and I understand it and I can only explain to you what the intent is and, and how we drafted and what we're trying to accomplish. Well, thank you. Like I said, I just hope people realize they're two separate things. I think it's unfortunate that some people are going out in the community and giving you the, you know, Dallas and them. I hope you guys, you know, hopefully in the next agenda item we can discuss and I, those questions are great questions and I do agree if what you said is true and what you're being told by certain people, yeah, those optics don't, good, don't look good. Well, then let's discuss those when they come up and we can freely discuss them, but I'm afraid, you know, the information you may be given, people are just trying to rile you up because, oh, it's a conspiracy. So let's talk about the facts. Let's look at everything when that's the agenda item. And just to clarify, we're not legally obligated to force some vote, as, as other people are saying. So I'm just afraid that you know, maybe you're not getting the, the information out in the community properly. And I think as council members, it's our job to have all the information and share it with everybody and not kind of skew it and get people to show up to meeting and be against something that we may be against. So 
I look forward to the next agenda item, and we can have all these discussions. I hope everybody in the audience that has a concern, get up, ask it. I'd love to get the questions about the weddings and all the other events. I think it's great to hear that all the special, it sounds like it's going to be exactly like it is right now, so nothing really changes other than if an employee falls and they're covered by their workman's comp because they're on an access that they control. So hopefully we can get back on, on topic with that and have all these discussions when that next agenda item comes up. So thank you. Yep. We're still under the public public hearing comments. Is there anybody else who would like to address um, before we bring it back to council for additional comments? Good evening, Ms. Kelly. It's Bonnie Toy. Hi. I did have a question regarding the agreement. And that question is for the uh, maintenance of the stage area and the stairwell area on the other side of the resort um, that is not currently managed by the resort, the London Bridge Resort, was the man, uh, maintenance of that offered to ZMC Hotels? Not to my knowledge. Should it have been because that's the re stage is on half of each, it's in the middle of both sides and from what I understand right now, the city is responsible for the maintenance of the stairwell, but for all these years, apparently, only the London Bridge Resort side was kind to clean the stairwell on that side, but the side that the, well, the city is responsible for both sides, which I don't understand why they didn't clean both sides and why the resort just only cleaned the resort side. The city doesn't clean the I don't understand why the city doesn't clean the stairs at all. But why doesn't the ZMC hotels clean the other side? Like, that would be fair and balanced. And why wasn't it offered to them? That's your question? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what we did is when we were negotiating this contract, we yes. said, okay, we're now going to have the cleanup of the channel, the city's going to do that all the way up to the resort. So the resort will no longer be responsible for the property along the channel. The city will now be responsible for that. So what we said was, resort, we're taking this over so you don't have to do it anymore. What are you going to give us in return? And they said, we will clean under the bridge and we will clean the stairs on the other side of the bridge. We will do that for you because you're doing this for us. So it was a, an agreement between them and us for them to take over the maintenance since we're taking over the maintenance in the channel that they no longer have to do. Okay, but shouldn't the ZMC people still um, have some sort of opportunity to clean that side if they want? If they want to come to us and say, hey, we just want to start cleaning up your side of the bridge, we'd be more than happy to talk to them. But this way here, we had a little bit of leverage against the resort saying, hey, we're doing this for you. What are you going to do for us? Okay. That's how that came about. Thank you. Okay. Vice Mayor, comment? And let me finish with the, the call to the public first, and then I'll bring it back to council. So is there anybody else in the public that would like to address the council on this issue? Okay, seeing none, I will close the public hearing and bring it back to council for discussion. Council Member Campbell? Um, 
I want to say when I get an agenda item, I do what I always do. I spoke with um, Mr. Keene over there that actually explained to me the whole, he was looking forward to the trade, number one. Number two, I reached out to some of the owners down at the bridge just to hear, are they interested in this? Do you know anything about it? And to my shock, nobody down there knew anything about this agreement other than myself and maybe a couple of us council members and mayor and what, what you see up here. So that was my concern for sure, because if they came back to me and said, oh, no, we've been in negotiations for a year with the city, and we're very, very comfortable with this agreement moving forward, this, this would have went away immediately. So they have all the right to know, and I think what they're asking today is they still would like to move forward on a great conversations, and, but they want to be at the table. And I think that's fair. That's all they're saying right now. But I do believe that these are two different issues. I don't know what's going to happen if we don't agree with the second one. Um, I have some com concerns about that, just verbiage issues, that I think if we had better c communication and um, conversations with everybody at the table, this might have looked a whole lot better because we always talk about optics. Well, this looks really bad. When you get front page saying the London Bridge Resort is leasing underneath the bridge, um, and that is obviously read by many people to come up with that logic because that's what they they didn't. I've read this thing 15 times. I probably can read it by, you know, probably know it by heart at this point because I've tried to dig into it every which way I possibly can as the emails came in and the phone calls came in. So with all due respect, I wasn't putting misinformation out there if people were thinking that. I was reaching out to constituents in the, in the community and asking if they've heard of it and how they feel about it. Nothing more. Thank you. Councilmember Lynn. Vice Mayor Lane. I, I'm just curious. I, we're calling this a maintenance agreement. Is there, is there a reason why we can't separate the maintenance agreement with the exchange for the easement? Like, I'm just, it looks like it's clumped together in here. And when I'm looking at maintenance agreement and then we start talking about the city granting an easement, that I understand the maintenance part of it, but couldn't it be separated? Because I'm really conflicted with this. If I, if I look at the second agenda item and it is a no, it's still telling me that they've agreed, that they're agreeing to keeping that stage clean, even if we don't provide a lease to him. Why, why do we need a lease? I mean, I, I think I heard a little bit something to do with um, workers' comp or something, I don't know, whatever that is. It's, what's the reason for the lease? I know that's the next item, but that would help me understand this better. Sure. Uh, Vice Mayor Lane, uh, Council Member Lynn, uh, if I can. Um, the, the lease is required for workers' comp. So if you have, uh, uh, whether it's a city employee on, on, on the property that we don't have an easement for or a resort employee on property that they don't own and somebody gets injured, uh, workman's comp insurance and other liabilities come into place there. So that that's um, that is key to that uh, that approach. Um, and if I can, in terms of, and I know we're, t we're talking about the second portion of it, um, from a staff perspective, we've been working over a year to try to identify a public easement for access within the channel area that our residents probably already assumed that they had access to. Um, so that uh, I'm honestly very excited about that aspect of it. So in perpetuity, uh, the public will have access, regardless of ownership of that of that uh, of that property, uh, to enjoy it for um, that's enjoyed the way it is today um, by connecting Rotary Park to the, uh, the London Bridge. Um, in terms of the the, uh, the lease agreement, um, which is the next item on the agenda, um, what there is truly no benefit to the other party with regards to that agreement. There's no uh, there's no benefit. There's no 
ability to uh, host a special event um, more so or less so than any other uh, interested party within Lake Havasu City. Uh, the, uh, um, the, the difference between the, the two is that uh, they are willing to main, uh, they're willing to clean the stage area and, and both sides of the steps. Now the city does clean the stairs uh, on, on the, um, on the uh, north side. North side, thank you. Uh, the north side of that, of that property, but we can't do it to the same level that the resort does. So right now, um, our parks maintenance crews are out there emptying trash cans along the channel, stop where they stop and, and where the, the separation between the golf course and the, and the resort property starts. And then our parks maintenance staff are then lugging pressure washers and other equipment down to the bridge area and, uh, and cleaning that area, uh, lugging that equipment down. So if they could continue with the, the trash removal on, uh, on the property on the south side of the channel and then allow the resort to utilize its existing equipment, they've been honestly nice enough to clean those steps on the south side to a better degree or, or to a, 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 more, a more often anyway. Uh, then the city can do it on, on the other the steps on, on the north side. So that's part of that. It's easier for our parks maintenance crews to concentrate their efforts in, in one area, and it's easier for then the resort to clean the, the steps on the other side in that in that uh, stage area because they already have the equipment out in that in that area. So that's really what it comes down to, right? Um, and again, we have the city does not have an easement up from Rotary Park to the bridge. We have no public access now in in, in uh, uh, but we're still out there with the park maintenance crews that are emptying trash cans and, and doing work in that area. That's what our residents expect. That's what the tourists expect. But we don't have, the city is not on city property doing those things. Uh, that's state land property that's out by the, by the golf course. So that's also part of that conversation. But I, I did want to separate out the fact that the, the next item on the agenda uh, is, uh, is a companion item. But if another party wants to, to enter into a contract where we receive zero benefit in terms of events or hosting uh, anything of the like, and your only obligation is to uh, is to clean the steps and, and the, under the stage area, then I don't think anybody else wants to step up and do that. As, as you indicated, Vice Mayor Lane, it's, uh, we're, we're using this agenda item uh, to, uh, to negotiate the, the second item. Mr. Vice Mayor, um, so I, I, maybe I need some understanding on the easement thing. So the reason we're leasing it to the Lennon Bridge Resort is for liability. Now we're going to have city employees, which are already on private property, doing work, correct? What, what is our liability if one of our employees gets hurt on that property? Because if we're not, we're entering into a lease agreement with them, but they're not entering into, that's weird to say, but a lease agreement back to the city. So how does that work with an easement? They are. They're, they're giving us the easement. So that is basically the lease agreement for us to have that property. They're giving us that property. So if someone gets hurt, one of our employees gets hurt on the easement, we're covered? I, I would it's one of those things that as a city manager, uh, there should be a zero instance where the city is spending uh, taxpayer resources on, proper, on private property or on property that, that we don't own. So one of the things we're trying to do is, is clean up that arrangement um, that's been happening for decades in Lake Havasu City with, uh, with, uh, with this approach. So that, that, that's key to it. Um, don't want to complicate things, but if you go from Rotary Park and you travel north, the, uh, the golf course itself, that is, that is owned by Arizona State Land Department. 
So we need to work with Arizona State Land Department to get the public uh, easement on that location uh, as well. But, and one of the things we talk about, we've been working on this for over a year. Part of that is because we're trying to bring state land into the conversation uh, on what that looks like. Uh, the resort has kindly agreed uh, when the, the lease uh, expires the, to have conversations with state land department on, on putting something into place at that time. Uh, and if the, uh, um, in future years, whatever that looks like, if that state land property does sell, that party would come to the city and, requ and request a, a zoning. Uh, they're not going to buy it and operate a, a golf course for whatever that, uh, that price of that property is, is uh, valued at and, and is sold at. Um, at that point, the city can require in return for any type of zoning action uh, um, public access uh, along the channel. At that point, in perpetuity, you can go from Rotary Park to the bridge, and it doesn't matter who the property owner, owners are in the, in the uh, are there, you can you can access that back and forth for your morning jogs or your leisurely afternoon walks or um, for different special events, those types of things. So, is that helpful? But I, it, there is another party that's not that's not part of these conversations tonight. That's the Arizona State Land Department, and we're really hopeful to bring them into the fold. But uh, um, but we we have a plan moving forward from that perspective, and didn't want to hold up this process any longer. Vice Mayor. One Thanks. question. Please. Who, do we have a, a easement agreement on the other side of the bridge, all the way up to the, we do. North side, from the bridge north, we, there's a, an existing uh, public access, uh, an easement for public access already in place. And how did we get that? Was that with the current owners, or is it, was it under like the same terms as this? Not exactly the same terms, but so, for instance, when we entered into the development, the plan development with VRE, part of the exchange with that was for the public access. Okay, statement. great. Thank you so much. Any other questions or comments from the council? Mr. Vice Mayor. I'm, I'm kind of amazed at this. I, it, I've read it. I talked to city manager. I had questions about the lease agreement too. Does that mean that they can do these things? We can meet with the city manager and ask these questions before we go out in the community and give people wrong information. The only smoking gun is that they can have weddings and they can have this and they can have that. But we've also learned, and we'll go into great detail, those are things they can't do. But I, the lease agreement, I, like I said, I had the question. I sat down with the city, city manager and I asked him, why are we doing a lease agreement? Oh, workman's comp. So I learned that prior to the meeting rather than riling up the community. And then all of a sudden, oh, for workman's comp, that makes sense. This is an amazing opportunity. We wanted to preserve public easement. We want, we want lakeshore access. We, this is an amazing thing. And it's kind of like, well, you do this part, we do this part, and we're, we're kind of fixing it. And the, the, the thing under the bridge is also now it's, one company and one company, and if we have any issues, it's, okay, you're responsible for this. On paper, it's really good. And unless we can punch any holes in the lease when it comes up, which I'm all for, let's put it through the blender, let's go, and let's ask those questions, because that's what, because then maybe we'd turn down the lease if, that, if that's the case. But right now, this, everything I've seen so far, other than just the conspiracy theories, oh, it's the mayor and the resort, and they're out to get you. Well, <laughs> not everything has to be a conspiracy. I think this is a great thing. It, it, it cleans up a lot of stuff and it makes a lot of sense and I just don't understand why we have to go through all this and get everyone all riled up and they can't do special events they can't do this and if they can then maybe I'll vote no on that because but if that's what they can't do and we're just getting people riled up then we'll, we'll, we'll discuss all those things but this is the maintenance agreement with the London Bridge Resort regarding maintenance responsibilities in the Bridgewater Channel that's what it's about and it's that's it's a great thing so I'd like to make a motion please I move to approve the maintenance agreement with London Bridge Resorts, LLC, regarding maintenance responsibilities in the Bridgewater Channel. Second. 
All right, we do have a, a motion from Councilmember Dolan and a second by Councilmember Moses, and we are ready to vote. Motion uh, carries with six council members voting yes and one council member recusal. Thank you, Ms. Williams. I got it. Thank you. All right, that will take us to item 7.3. This will be approved the lease agreement with the London Bridge Resort, LLC, for the stage area under the London Bridge. This is the companion item. Ms. Carey. Good evening, Vice Mayor and Council. This is a proposed lease agreement with the London Bridge Resort. This is for the lease of the property located under the eastern portion of the London Bridge containing the stage and then the stairwells on either side of the bridge. The purpose of this agreement is to facilitate the maintenance agreement that was just discussed by the City Council. So in order for the London Bridge Resort to have its employees perform activities on this property, it'd be helpful for them to have a lease agreement that provides some nexus for them for liability purposes. The purpose, and that, that's, that's solely the purpose of it. It's also, as has been discussed, it's a bit of an island. It's a piece of city property that's surrounded by private property where the city has no dedicated parking, the city has no dedicated bathrooms, but we have, we have special events there. And it does require some coordination with those that do have bathrooms down there and do need to take care of them. And so there, there are some things that we can clean up and maybe do a little bit better with respect to special events in that area. And so we hope to improve that going forward as well. This agreement is also for a 20-year term, just like the maintenance agreement, but can be terminated by either party upon 180 days notice. I'm happy to answer. I know there's a lot of questions. I'm happy to answer all your questions. Thank you, Ms. Gary. So um, I'll kind of reiterate here. This lease agreement, even if the London Bridge Resort wants to have an event on the bridge, they have to go through the city they are not having access to the bridge that nobody else has. This is solely so that they will be covered under workman's comp when they're cleaning under the bridge with their employees. All the permitting stays exactly the same with the city. Um, we just kind of had them at a, at a, at a disadvantage because there's really no advantage to them to be cleaning this piece of property other than we said, look, we're going to take over this. What are you guys going to do for us? Maybe you should just continue to clean the channel but we were able to negotiate with them, and I appreciate Mr. Flatley uh, doing the negotiations. Of course, as you know, the mayor uh, had to recuse himself from this, so I sat in on these meetings. This is something where it's only so that the, his employees are covered should they get hurt. Otherwise, the city becomes liable for that. So we're entering into this agreement, but everything else stays the same. If somebody wants to have a, a wedding, as, as was discussed, whether it is a wedding planner or the London Bridge Resort or anybody else, they have to go through the permitting process through the city. Any fees that are collected go to the city. This is simply a maintenance agreement um, so, or a lease agreement so that they can be covered when they're under their cleaning the property. 
And uh, as the city manager said, if any other entity would like to come to the city and say, we will clean that property um, for free, uh, we would be more than happy to negotiate that with them. So with, with that, uh, are there any comments from the council? Council Member Lynn? Mr. Vice Mayor, I have two questions. Sure. First of all, um, when you talk about the special permit, I don't see that anywhere in this agreement that they still have to do that. Like, I'm, if that's what they're supposed to do, I don't see that anywhere in this agreement. As far as the special event process? Yeah, it doesn't say that anywhere that if the, if the new leasee wants to do that, it doesn't say anywhere in here that they still have to do that. I think I mean, we can state it. It's just it's not changing anything that the, it's not changing the current process. I understand what you're saying. It doesn't specifically say that in there, but it's not granting to them any use for special events or any events or any activities beyond facilitating the maintenance activities in, in that, that are outlined in the maintenance agreement. So it's not conferring onto them any other rights or responsibilities greater than what's contained in the maintenance agreement. Okay. And then the second thing on number two, the use, if you go under 2.2, I'm really confused where it says city is responsible for all utilities and to and all maintenance and repair. We just did a maintenance agreement. So why are we putting that in there that the city is responsible for it? The city's still responsible for all the maintenance that isn't covered in the maintenance agreement. So they're doing trash removal and cleaning, but as far as if the sidewalk needs to be replaced, if something on the stage needs to be replaced, those types of, of other maintenance would be covered by the city. That's way too vague for me. I'd like to see that way more spelled out because okay. to me when it says all maintenance, when we just said a maintenance agreement is really vague. And I, and again, I am really confused. I, I'm not confused. I, I'm understanding what the process is, but I think that this agreement should state in there that that process stays the same and that's nowhere in here. And I, I understand what you're saying, that they still have to, but I'd like to see it in that. I, I have an agreement with my landlord. I know what I can and can't do in there, and it's very specific. And if they're not saying that they're planning on putting any special events down there that they're not going to go get a permit, but I'd like to see that they still have to do that. Okay. Can we add that? Councilor Moses? Sorry. No, sorry. Uh, can we add that language to the contract? Yes, as far as um, Lessie would still be responsible for completing the city special event process for any event that it wished to hold on the and property. Would something the to that effect. Would be agreeable to that? Yes. Do you want to step to the microphone to answer that question? Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Filing. Do you need the question repeated? Uh, no, I'm okay. Uh, my name is Mike Flatley. I'm one of the owners of the London Bridge Resort. Um, and uh, to answer the question, um, yes, we would agree to that. Okay. I mean, I think it would help a lot of people sleep uh, better at night. Um, as, as soon as I saw this, my immediately, I, I don't think there's any Ill, Ill intentions by you, your company. You've been great actors for the city for how long? Um, I love that we're, we're, we're doing this work to, to get us in the right place and to just clean up everything. So I don't think there's anything nefarious there, um, and I don't think anything would change, I think. But one of immediately, as soon as I saw I'm like, oh, we're releasing it? Okay. What are the unintended consequences? That's always what I'm worried about, and I think that's what a lot of people are worried about too. And I think if we can add this, hopefully we'll help uh, people sleep better at night, and we can uh, move on to 7.4. 
<laughs> if, if I may also, we, we talked about this when we were doing the negotiations about unintended consequences, and that's why we can cancel this. If it doesn't work, Absolutely. we can cancel it. And, and I'll be the first one, Danny and Dallas. Uh, if there, if the, you know, if there has been control lost and, and all that stuff, I'll be the first one to bring that up and say, hey, we need to cancel this contract and get a better one in place because whether it be London Bridge Resort or whoever owns that property moving forward, um, you know, if they're not good actors, I'll be the first one there with you because that is not an individual company to own. That is a public access that is for the city. So. Mr. Flatley, before you sit down, would oh, it be okay as well if I just clarify, instead of saying all maintenance that the city will be responsible, we'll just be responsible for all maintenance that isn't identified in the maintenance agreement. Would you be okay if I made that change as well to the agreement? Sure, yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Councilmember Campbell? Yes. Um, first and foremost, when I did ask questions about this, I was told that the prop, that they weren't even sure, I was told, we don't even really know who owns the stairs. I immediately was concerned about that. So I went and uh, went to the Mojave County Board of Records and took a look at it and did a view of it. And so as I reviewed it, I saw for sure this parcel does include the stairs. So that was ixnayed right off the top because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, if we made a mistake on the survey and we're only talking about the bridge portion and the stairs don't aren't included, we're going to need to do imminent domain or something to get those stairs back into place because I think when we were given the bridge, the intention was for the stairs to be with it. So under the direction of um, people that I spoke to, I got misinformation from the get-go. So I ended up digging a little deeper than that. I think there's a miscommunication going on here. I wish they would have reached out to more people in the resort to have this conversation. This would have probably all went away. In the uses department, it says lease property will be available for public use at all times. We have a document over there that they brought up to me today that states that that was part of the intent of the report. I would almost want to copy and paste that right into this agreement so they look the same. If 12 years ago we got a contract that said we're going to give you this bridge, but in return you must keep this open to the public at all times, this is what I think this lease agreement is missing. I know that I lease a lot of property. I know we lease property to the food bank and others. And we don't dictate when they open. We don't dictate when they close. We don't, we don't do any of that. So I just want it cleaned up a little bit. Again, what um, Vice Mayor, I mean, excuse me, not Vice Mayor, uh, Councilwoman Lynn said about I was, it was kind of redundant. Um, city is responsible for all utilities to all maintenance. It seems like we're addressing that. That's great. The other part that I had a little bit of a problem with where it says, the purpose of the agreement is to facilitate the activities required at the lease under the maintenance agreement and for the assistance of the leasee and the management and oversight of events on the property. That's when all of a sudden this maintenance, it's not a maintenance agreement anymore. It's a real lease agreement where they're going to oversee these, the properties, the events at the property. So um, again, I don't think there's any ill intention. Um, Right, uh, 2.1, under use. Where well, use is a very big statement in the world of contracts today. If you get, go into a lease agreement with anybody, the use portion is very explicit so that we're not ever vague and in the middle of a lawsuit trying to dig ourselves out. So in this case, I'm just saying, let's dial it in. Let's really understand what we expect out of this. It says we can't build any structures there unless the city approves it. Why don't we just say no structures will be allowed? Because who's the city? Are we coming back to city council if they want to build a structure? 
Um, I, I, I've been a part of a lot of lease contracts, and they're like it, it'll say, you cannot have a dog in your apartment. We take it pretty far. So again, I'm going to go over it. Uses, lease property will be available for public use at all times. That's important to me. As people are walking around down there, that should be part of it. Any private events must go through the same special events application process under the city's control. Kind of like what you said, put it in here. City has a complete control over all events, which include access to the stage. All special event permits will be given written notice to all property owners within the English village prior to any event. I know when I was on Main Street, I sure wished I knew if they were going to do a closure. Could the city enter into an agreement with current property owners for the assistance in public bathroom maintenance? For instance, maybe there is a bathroom on the other side. Can we talk to them? These are all the conversations that came to me in these last 72 hours, and I think they're all good comments, and I would like them to be answered. Thus, maybe we should table this for a week or two and bring it back and just fix some of these things in here so we're not doing a big, massive motion of trying to change what we're hearing, what I've heard. Um, the question was parking in common, the current plan. I did reach out to uh, Ms. Gary today and asked her about parking in common. So again, to say that I didn't go to the staff and I'm just giving out false information there when information's coming my way and I'm going back and rereading this over and over and over trying to figure it out. All I'm saying is this just needs to be tabled. Let's clean it up so everybody's happy and everybody's comfortable. And then let's all move on and smile and be happy. That's all I have to say. Okay, if, if, I'm, if I may address that. First of all, you said somebody brought you a document. Who brought you a document and do you have a copy of that document that you're referring to yes. so that all the council members can see it? No, I'm, I'm addressing you. They were in the audience. They said they had it today. They came and told you that earlier today. They have a document. Well, they head. have a document. You said some. You said they brought me a document. I'm just asking for a clarification. Who brought you a I document? I did touch the document. document. Yes, I did touch the document today. No, that's not what I'm asking. I understand what you're saying now. What I was getting at, you said they. I was asking you who brought you a document. They want to share it with you on this agenda item. They're waiting to share it with you okay. on this agenda item. Okay. Thank you. And then I, I have, when you, you talked about under the maintenance agreement, Lisi agrees to maintain the property. The purpose of this agreement is to facilitate the activities required of the Lisi under the management agreement and for the assistance of the Lisi in the management oversight of the events on the property, which is what you said. I think the way I read that is that we are involved in that, not just them. It's us being involved in making sure that that is managed the way we want it to be managed. Am I correct, Ms. Gary? Correct. Thank you. Well, the best way to keep out of a lawsuit is to have it all spelled out really clearly. So that's all I have to say with that. It is. I want it as clear as possible for the citizens of Lake Havasu City to understand that we are protecting the rights of the bridge that was gifted to us. That's all I'm asking for. And it seems like I'm kind of getting beat up on it, and all I'm doing is asking questions. And, and you are entitled to ask the questions. I was just clarifying. Does anyone else have any comments? I have a question for the city, ma city manager and the train. Do we own the stairs? Do, are we, do, do we, as a stat, the city not know if we own the stairs? Yes. Is that the information we're giving the out? Stairs, the, yes. Both sides? The stairs, both sides, okay. yes. Thank you. Just curious. Thank you. Any other comments from council before I open up the public hearing? No. All right. This is the public hearing. If anyone would like to address the city council on this, please step forward. State your name for the record. Hi, Dallas Finch. Okay, um, I do have 
this agreement, but you also have it because it was signed by uh, the city attorney. So um, I'm surprised that you don't have that in front of you. Uh, I only made one copy, so I can send that around. But it should it should have been really pertinent to this item agenda. Um, so if I can make copies. I can leave this, whatever you'd like. Um, it does, it was gifted. Um, it's for the sole use. Um, uh, for the people, I, I do want to clean up this, this lease. It's very vague. Um, it's unbelievable how vague it is because as it's written, um, with city council approval, they can build a kiosk. Uh, the leasee can build a kiosk. They can do uh, pretty much anything they want. Park a big old boat sitting right there underneath the bridge. Uh, block water access. Who knows? I mean, it. Uh, not that they would. I mean, but I want it in writing that they can't because 20 years from now, I'm not going to be here. Cal's not going to be here. You know, Mike probably is. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, 20 years is quite a long time for to a, for a, such a vague, um, uh, uh, such a vague agreement. You know, it's it seems like uh, the city uh, uh, Kelly kept going back saying, uh, you know, we've been this, we visited this before, and this, and finally, let's clean it up and do it. This, and let's do it. Let's clean it up and do it. Today's the day to clean it up. So um, let's table this, clean it up, and I'm happy. You know, I, I'm happy. I have nothing uh, ill to say about the London Bridge Resort. I just would have loved to have the same. I mean, you got to put it out there. If you say if, if another entity is going to, uh, wants to clean the stairs and clean it. Okay, well put it out there. It was never put out. Uh, I heard of it yesterday. Um, the the property owner adjacent um, has never heard of it. You know, so I called them and they said, "Oh, well, find out about it." Well, <laughs> you know, thirteen hours, fourteen hours is not long enough when you've been negotiating obviously for a few weeks. Well, why isn't why isn't why, why am I not afforded the same, or anybody else? Um, uh, I do have a question on the maintenance part of it uh, in this agreement. So um, I heard that the reason why we have to go into an agreement is why Mr. Dolan was, it was brought to your attention for the workman's comp. Okay, so the Leonard Bridge Resort would carry the workman's comp. Correct, but the city is going to maintain the bridge, the utilities. If cracks in the concrete or anything like that, wouldn't they carry workman's comp? So it seems to me that it's always already is there. So, huh? For your employees, okay. Yeah, we carry, carry workers insurance comp for on our London Bridge Resort gotcha. employees. Okay, so I stand corrected. Yeah, we will not insure a private entity's employees. So, again, it's 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 really strange for the city to enter into a uh, a lease agreement where the leasee has the way it's written. <laughs> just clean it up, please. I'm just saying. I'm not against you. 
I'm not against any of it. I just want it spelled out so every both parties are protected. And I don't, I don't see why you would be against that. I'm sorry, if I may. So we have already agreed to make some changes that have specifically been brought up. So do you, do you have some specific? I mean, you keep saying clean it up, and we have taken some steps to try to clean it up. And I think everybody's I have, willing to do that. Great. If you I just, have 14 have hours specific? of looking at it. Okay. I don't have enough time. That's We've right. Had I weeks. understand. I just didn't know if right now if you have specifics that you'd like to offer. But if not, that's I understand. Yeah, let me. Let me I mean, I just barely got these. You know what I mean? And just I'm highlighting as fast as I can, watching the clock, and now I'm here talking. You know, so please, please, let's table it. Let's let me have some time, and the others have some time to clean it up and make it a an ironclad, so we don't have to go back <coughs> to this again. Um, we, I, I think, all of you would want an ironclad agreement where both parties are. It's a win-win. Am I wrong? David? Oh, we, we do. That's why we said okay. we would make the changes. Great. And, and one of the other things I said, we, we tried to con consider all of the unintended consequences. And of course, sometimes there may be one. That's why we have an out. All right. If it doesn't work, we can cancel the contract. So I was wondering why weren't we included? Did you not think that, think of us, or what was it? Well, actually, we were holding the resort over the barrel since we were taking over part of what they used to do saying, okay, we're taking this from you. What are you going to do for us? And that was their... Okay, so what is the... what? I, I guess I wonder what the gain is for the resort to do that. There isn't one. There really so, is not a So they wanted the 20 years of no gain. Yeah, there, I, I, there, that's there, what my question is. So you, are, you are absolutely correct. There is no gain for them to okay, do this. Okay, so for 20 years. And they can, they can bow out too, just like we can, if it doesn't work for them. Okay, that's what, what I'm saying. Okay, have it do a year. Go a year. See how it goes. Hey, why not? We could go 90 days and 180 days. And then if it's not right, we could, I'm sorry, Vice Mayor, um, then we could bow out. Right. Um, the, the 20 years is irregardless a little bit. I mean, we, we can be done with this in, in six months um, with how this is stated. I've heard some of your concerns, and and we've put that those changes in there. I've heard some of uh, Nancy's concerns, and I'm reading 2.1, and it says the city will advise the leasee of all special events to occur on the property. That's not asking them for permission. That's telling, hey, this is happening, and then when it even goes further, the leasee will assist with the necessary accommodations. We are dictating to them how we're going to use this property. They just need this little piece of paper so that they can cover their butts on an insurance program. If it's anything more than that, if there is an edge to be gained, I'll be right there with you. But I don't see it. I, I mean, you, I, you can see conspiracy and you can see ill intent in any contract you would put in front of me. Oh. But we have the safeguards in place to be able to get out of this if we need, for one, and for two, it, Cameron, it, it's it's there. I, I I don't see any any disadvantage to the city at this point. Like David said, I he, David was the one at the negotiating table. It wasn't cow versus cow kind of deal. He stepped in for the city and he negotiated pretty strong on this as far as what I'm looking at and and what we're what the city is going to gain. And um, but if there's if there's ill intent, if there's something nefarious going on where now 
you know, the evil empire owns the bridge, I'll be right there with you, pitchfork in hand. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And just to be clear, I'm not, I am, I'm not opposed to it. I'm I know not, you're not. I'm not, I'm not singling out London Bridges or I'm saying 20 you years are. later, you know, who knows? And I, all I I'm saying in, is, if, if, if there's an intent in 180 days, we can get out of it, no problem. Well, all I'm saying is, is let's clarify it and put it down word for word in, I, in the agreement. I, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you, and I think we did it. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, sir. Would Thanks. anyone else like to uh, address the council on this item? I think the Finch brothers are tag-taking us. <laughs> I could hear the collective, oh, man. No, that's all good. <laughs> so uh, just some clarification. I think... I think what my brother and I were scared of, or, or what riled us up, was uh, we were never brought to the table, and we, and we have a direct impact. I would even argue more of an impact because of where our parking lot is, where, where the bridge is situated on the north side of the village and where our business is, as opposed to farther away and where the London Bridge Resort is. We are more impacted than the London Bridge Resort. And the fact that we did not have any knowledge or any say, that's what has has stirred us up and, and it scares us. I mean, this is our livelihood, this is our, this is our business. And so when we read things in the lease agreement uh, that says that the, that the leasee uh, is involved in the management and oversight of events on the property. That's what gets us, wow, they can do whatever they want because they are going to have oversight on every event that happens down there. You know, that, that, that scares us because the resort has a competing business in every aspect down there, both food and beverage, retail, everything. Right, so um, that kind of riles us up uh, a little bit. So it wasn't just—it's uh, not misinformation. It was we were riled up on our own. The—I uh, do have a copy of, of the document. This is the uh, dedication of uh, the deed of dedication from VRE to the city. I would—I don't know the process of getting this to you, but I would love for you to have it. The deed of dedication uh, says that this is deeded to the city solely for public use as open space. And so there is no need to enter into a, a the, the, the easement is already there. The city owns the property. So um, I can give you, I can, I, I don't know what the process is. I, I, we won't need that. We can get that from the city attorney. That's not an issue. My question was what document was she referring to, not that. So now I know. Let me just clarify really quick while you're up there. So he's talking about the city owns and the easement. So the city owns that piece of property under the bridge. We're not asking for an easement for the, on the property that we own. We're asking for an easement along the channel of the property owned by the London Bridge Resort. Does that make sense? So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I just okay. So the city, we we understand. We own that property right underneath, directly under the bridge. We're not asking for an easement for the property that we own. We're asking for an easement from the London Bridge Resort for the property that starts from the bridge down. I understand that. That okay, I'm well, wondering you, you why keep saying that, 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 we're, well, that why we're asking for it on the property that we own. We accepted the dedication of the property of the property under the bridge, and Correct. so. 
it's still open. There's nothing in the lease agreement that closes it to the public. It's open to the public. There's nothing in the dedication that restricts the city's ability to do whatever we want with that property as long as we're keeping it open. It is it is open. There's there's nothing in the lease agreement that closes that property to the public. My question is 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 the agreement that or the negotiations was for the e to gain the easement, correct? But this little piece of property was lumped into it. It's kind of like it was it was snuck in. It was this piece of property was not necessary because the easement was already there. And that's the argument that I'm getting from the council that we needed the easement in the channel. 100% agree. Why was this piece of property that affects my business lumped into that? That's that's my concern. Vice Mayor, question please for him. Sure, go ahead. Do you know why, why is the event portion of this even put in there? I just think we talked about a whole maintenance agreement and now we're talking about events too. That's the part that's confusing me. Is it confusing you? Absolutely, especially when it's said right in the agreement that, uh, that the leasee will have management and oversight of events on the property. And then the, the question is, 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 if it is, if there is a lease agreement, is it no longer public property? Is it then private property? Don't need a permit for private property. If I'm the leasee, I should be able to do whatever I want. And there's our fear of having events that take all day, all night, you know, the, and it's not in the agreement. And we were never asked our input or anything. So yeah, we're a little fearful. We would love to have a seat at the table so that we can address these unintended consequences so that, you know, we can all be at ease. We're not against it. We're just, we're just afraid of this agreement and the verbiage that's in it. So if it is private property now because we have entered into a lease, you don't need a permit to have an event on private property. Vice Mayor, I just don't see in here where it says it's open to the public anywhere in this lease. We, did we add that? Wasn't that part of what we added? We're not sure what we're adding. We're not sure if we're tabling it. We're not sure. That's where we're at. I'm 100% sure. All right, okay. hang on. Have we answered your questions? Have you made all our, we're, we're still in the public comment portion of this and, and people are talking. We need to finish the public portion comment and then we can bring it back here. But I will, do I you have any other there. comments or? I would leave it there. Concerns? I would just love to table it so that our, our concerns can at least be considered. Thank you. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Is there anyone else who would like to address the council on this item? I'm Bonnie Toy, and I have, um, well, an agreement with them because the contract does not say that you have to go through the city to lease the stage. I mean, if I want to rent the stage for a day right now, I would go to the city, correct? All the way up until November 30th, I would contact the city if I want to rent the stage. As of December 1st, it does not say where I would go to rent the stage. It doesn't say that in your contract at all. It says that the resort is the oversight mm -hmm. of the agreement. Now, um, I did have a slight issue, and maybe I'm slightly offended, because um, someone couple people keep mentioning conspiracy theories 
And funny thing about that, your contract is available for reading at the city's website underneath the city council agenda portion of the website. And if I go to the city website and I share that link to anybody, I am not giving false information or making anybody scared or trying to cause problems. I am simply sharing the city's information from the city website. And I just want to say that to be have to repeatedly hear, hear that people are throwing out conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories, I'm telling you, if I hear that word one more time, it was really frustrating because I'm not, and I don't think anybody else, to my knowledge, was throwing out conspiracy theories because the information, I'm really sorry to tell you, is on the government website, free to get to. You don't have to access it through the newspaper or through anybody else. Every single citizen can go on to their internet and to their phone and access it straight there from their phone. It's not a conspiracy theory to read the government page. Just want to say that I don't, and I've read that contract like ten times since Thursday, Wednesday, I think Wednesday. I've read it like ten times, maybe twenty times. I don't understand the wording of it. Where am I supposed to go December 1st to rent the stage? That's your question? Yes. The same place you do now, to the city. Okay. Then can the resort at their website all of a sudden decide that they want to lease the stage out for whatever events that they wish to and put that on their website? Hey, Come and host an event at the stage. No, they cannot. It does not say that in the contract. And it doesn't say that they can either. Exactly. They can't. It's it doesn't our say property. That they can't. Well, it also says that I'm not going to get into that argument with you. Thank it's you. it's not. You can't put every contingency into a contract. Put it that way. It's still the same. Nothing is changing other than they're going to clean the property. This is what we're trying to do. They're going to clean the property. We're doing a lease agreement for them to be covered under workman's comp. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Workman's comp. I was just curious about that also. Sorry. If somebody that works for the London Bridge Resort while working falls, doesn't, aren't they covered under London Bridge Resort workers' comp? And if... A citizen were to fall under the stage because of something wrong down there, isn't the city already covering that, whether it's a citizen or an employee of somebody else? Yes, but if they're doing city work on city property that's not leased to the resort, then their workman's comp doesn't cover it. But some insurance covers it, correct? That's what we're trying to get away from is the city being responsible for employees' injuries, other employees. We don't have other employees on our workman's comp. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anyone else like to address the city council on this item? 
Mike Flatley. Um, just wanted to clarify that um, the London Bridge Resort is just looking to work with the city. We have absolutely no angle or edge. We're trying to get out of this. As some have made it clear, they think we might be looking at it, it that way. Um, as far as the events go, we have a beautiful wedding facility up by the golf course. We have no intention on having weddings down. There are other events. And if we do have events, we're going to have to go through the same exact process we go through right now. Just this past weekend, we had the Festival of Lights. We had to apply through the city and I had to get approved. So none of that's going to change whatsoever. So just wanted to clarify, there's no specific angle we're trying to get, and we have no intentions on doing anything in a, in a privileged manner by getting this agreement. Thanks. Thank you for your comments. Vice Mayor, question? Do you have for a question for Mr. Flatley? I do. Okay. It says, the purpose of this agreement is to facilitate the activities, again, I'm reading again, and for the oversight of events. What does that mean? Specifically for the oversight of events, I don't have a specific answer for that. All I can say is that it's specifically to maintain for the maintenance of that area. Well, so. why do we even have anything about event oversight in here then? This is where the big confusion lies. If we just had the maintenance agreement, remove that you guys are going to do the oversight events, none of this conversation would, we wouldn't have this conversation. I know that's what the Finch brothers are worried about right now. They don't know, and, and I know that Ms. Toy is wondering, where do I go? Because when I lease a property, that's now my property. I insure it, I maintain it, I take care of it. Unless the city says, hey, we're going to do a public-private relationship with you, and we're going to put together a contract that is going to facilitate and take care of everybody. But what we're dealing with right now that's confusing everybody and it's not a conspiracy theory, because it states in here that you will facilitate the events. And that's my question to you. Are you planning on facilitating events there? Mr. Vice Mayor, can please. I answer? Can I get an answer uh, from it? Do you want to? If it's a legal question, can we get it yeah, from the attorney? I'm trying yes. to get the city attorney. No, none of, so none of us are attorneys. in the contract, facilitate events. So let's let the let city me, attorney let me, answer let your contract Let me read the whole, the whole section that, that is here. So the purpose of the agreement is to facilitate the activities required of the lessee under the maintenance agreement. So that's one section. And then for the assistance of lessee in the management and oversight events of the property. It is not meant to convey the management or oversight responsibilities to the lessee, but is to the assistance of the city of the lessee for those purposes. Then the agreement goes on to state there are no publicly owned bathrooms or parking lots to accommodate events that occur on the property. City will advise lessee of all the special events to occur on the property and the lessee will assist with the necessary accommodations. That is the purpose of that phrase. It is not saying that lessee is, is going to be responsible for the management or oversight. All it is saying is that the lessee will assist in the management and oversight, meaning as you go on to the other, that we're going to let them know, hey, a special event is going to occur there, and they're going to make sure that their bathrooms are cleaned and stocked because that has been an issue, and we're just going to let them know about those special events that are going to occur there because, as we had mentioned, it's an island. It's, it's not surrounded by city property. It's surrounded by private property, and by having those events, there's impacts in there. And so that's, that's the purpose. That's the intent of that section. If we need to change that language, we can, but it's not meant to convey any rights or responsibilities onto the lessee. It is just to have the lessee assist the city with the special events that the city permits to happen on that property. Vice Mayor, question to attorney. Please. Um, you just said to help them maintain bathrooms, but the only bathrooms that I know of are on the other side. What bathrooms are we talking about that you just mentioned that we would help them, like to lease to make sure the lessee is going to maintain the bathrooms? Is the lessee maintaining bathrooms they I have, didn't think there was any they have bathrooms that are located within the proximity of the stage 
Okay, thank you. And so when we have events there, people use their bathrooms. But if they don't know that events are happening, they can't stock their bathrooms. So we, we just need to communicate a little bit better so they know about that. And so that's helping to facilitate the special events on that property. Wouldn't that be the same on the other side, too? Because there is a public bathroom on, or I don't know if it's public or not. The other side, there's a bathroom. Um, or do, we are contacting them. That was one of the requests that I said, too, is make sure that everybody in the area knows when there's an event. I don't know why it feels to everybody here that I'm, I'm asking for crazy requests, and I'm just basically making comments of how do we make it really clean. Um, that got confusing because in there it says they don't own any bathrooms, so basically it would be to at least see to help... You know, just to be aware that there's uh, events down there, I think everybody down under the bridge would like to know that as well. From their parking to the resort to everybody wants to know if there's going to be an event and um, where they need to park or what needs to be done. But I do believe that when the, the, the bridge was donated to us or given to us, they had very strong verbiage in there that it needs to stay open to the public. And that's the part in here that I don't read. But we're going to hopefully address that. Yep, so as far, I don't disagree with anything that you said, but that's just not a part of this agreement. So I'm, I'm only talking to what is owned and is going to be assisted by, by the London Bridge Resort. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments? Councilmember Nolan? Oh, Councilmember Lynn? Could, can we just take out that this, this entire part that says the purposes of the agreement is to facilitate the activities required of the lease? Can we just take that out, including there are no publicly owned bathrooms, because I don't even know why that's in there. Like, who cares if that's in there? And just go down to the city will advise the lease of all special events to occur. And that way, everybody knows. It doesn't change. I don't, just take that whole paragraph out of there. Why does it have to be in there? Just take it out so that it doesn't confuse you. And then I have one other question. And like I said, I don't think that there's any benefit or anything. But I know that we talk about um, uh, they cannot put any permanent improvements on the property. What would stop them, not saying that they would, I'm just asking, to go down there and put a banner down there It says, come up to Martini Bay, come and stay at London Bridge Resort, and put that down there. Because they, they now are the leases of that property. That's not a permanent structure. It's a banner. And to what I'm just saying, you know, the other businesses that are down there, they would maybe want that opportunity too. So I'm just asking what is stopping them from doing that? The city would stop them from doing that. If they were to put something up that we would simply take that down or have them take it down. They're not authorized under this agreement to do anything other than what the agreement says they're authorized to do. So all of these ancillary things that are coming up, they're not authorized to do that. They're not authorized to have events. They're not authorized to put banners. They're not authorized to put signs. None so of that we, is what they're authorized to do. So if they did that, the city would simply remove it. And if it became a problem, we would terminate the agreement. So could we just take that portion out and say exactly what you just said? That this, take that whole garbage out there. Talk about the bathrooms every day and say exactly what you said. You cannot hold any events. You cannot put any signage. You can do nothing but clean it for us in agreement. That's simple for everybody. Yes, I mean, we can take that portion out if that is the, if that's the desire of council. And I mean, we'll have to go back to the resort and make sure that they're comfortable with that as well. Um, but I mean, if we were to do that, we get to say the purpose of this agreement is to facilitate the activities required of the lessee under the maintenance agreement only. Vice Mayor. Mr. Dolan. Um, this is also why we have an attorney for the city. This is, they get paid to do this. I'm not an attorney. I. Just because I interpret something my way in a contract, 
like I said, everybody can go out and find, find this document online. It doesn't make us attorneys, and because we think something means something doesn't necessarily, it means that. So I think we've answered the questions with the attorney. Um, you know, there's nothing in there that says they can't paint the bridge yellow. There's nothing that says they can't, you know, hang, you know, there's so much that says it can't do, but that's also not what contracts do, and the city attorney is telling us that it's fine and it's good, so I'm going to go with the city attorney on that. Um, I'd like to make a motion. I move to approve the lease agreement with the London Bridge Resort with the changes we made about 25 minutes ago. <laughs> so if you want to read those just to confirm it. There, I believe there were, there were ones we made like 20 minutes ago that we all somewhat had a consensus for. That's true. No. No, I did close the public comment. I did not? No. Oh, okay. Then, that was closed. Then I... Motion I fails. <laughs> and then go back yep. to the public comment. Yep. So we'll go back to public comment. I apologize. I thought I had. Hello, David Diaz, Lake Havasu resident. You know, I had a wise mentor once tell me sometimes we have to uh, slow down to speed up. So I think on this situation, it should be tabled. Uh, I, I appreciate Ms. Gary's um, writing the notes down and so forth, and that's good, and you listen to everyone's comments, but it's going to take some cleanup on this contract. I showed it to a lawyer friend of mine that I've known for many, many years, and there's all kinds of holes in it. And you can't put, and I agree, Mr. Lane, you can't put, every, and Mr. Dolan, you can't put everything in the contract, but you could clean it up to where it's pretty much there. Facilitate the events, the oversight of events, in a, putting that facilitates the oversight of events. That's it's plain English. It means you're going to manage the events that occur down under, under that area. Take it out if it's not in there. And I think Mrs. Gary did a perfect thing just now when she said just the maintenance part of it, and that's it. Just clean it up. Sometimes less is more. And there's, there's too many holes in this, in this contract. I read it too many times. So I think, I think the, the prudent move by this council, but you guys could do what you want to do, is to table it. Unless, we're, unless there's a clock that's ticking down, it has to be done by a certain time. I'm not sure. But if that's not the case, I think it should be tabled. It should be cleaned up. I think everyone on both sides of Iowa is going to be happy. And then the optics are cleaned up, and it's, everyone goes home and, happy, and they're happy. And it's not a conspiracy theory. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. All right, is there anyone else that would like to address the council on this item? Could have swore I did this already. All right, seeing none, I'm going to close the public hearing. Are there any other comments? Ms. Gary, do you have a comment? Vice Mayor, if I could just, I'll just go over the changes that I have kind of collected before anybody makes any motions. And so, um, one, we revised 2.2 and where it says all maintenance we're going to clarify that so it's all maintenance except what's included in the maintenance agreement that the resort will be taken care of we've also clarified that the lessee shall go through the city's special event permit process for any events to be held by lessee on the property so those were the two first ones that we made um, I would also suggest that we can just remove the portion that talks about the events. And so the purpose of the agreement would be to facilitate the activities required by lessee under the maintenance agreement only. And then um, the city will still advise the lessee of the special events to occur, and the lessee will assist with the necessary accommodations. And then just one last sentence, the property shall remain open to the public. Okay. 
Vice Mayor. Mr. I'd like Dalton. to make a motion to approve the lease agreement with the London Bridge Resort with the revision to 2.2, this changing the special events as discussed by the city attorney, remove the portion that talks about the events and that it remains open to the public. Second. Okay, we have a motion by Council Member Dolan, a second by Council Member Moses. Vice Mayor, may I make a comment before we vote? Please. Um, I just wanna, just so everyone knows, we have a lot of talk about tabling, which uh, I, I understand your concern there. Um, I think this is a good move forward. We've made those changes. We still have to ratify this at the next next meeting, correct? Ratify it? Uh, I mean, this comes before us twice? No. This is the, the one and only shot? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I, I thought it was coming back a second time because most things do, but, uh, but I'm, I'm completely good with the changes we made on that. So thank you for making those changes, Kelly. All right. We are ready to vote. Motion carries with four council members voting aye, two council members voting no, and a council member recusal. All right, then I will turn the meeting back over to our mayor, Cal Sheehy. Thank you, Vice Mayor Lane. We'll now move on to item 7.4, which is approve the purchase of a 2024 Chevrolet Suburban LT four-wheel drive vehicle from Midway Chevrolet Company. Mr. Young. Good evening, Council. Mayor, I'm here to uh, ask for your approval for the purchase of a 2024 Chevy Suburban. Um, this will be a city hall pool vehicle to escort larger groups uh, to training, to tours, um, council members around. Um, it will be uh, used by many people and left at the city hall pool. Um, we are purchasing this through a uh, co cooperative agreement with Midway Chevrolet for the price of $71,575.29. Thank you. Do any members of the council have any questions for Mr. Young? Mayor, yes. Yeah, Councilmember Campbell. Mayor. Yes. <laughs> Mayor. Question. Who again is using this? this it would be to the city, the city hall pool. Um, anybody can actually use it to get bigger groups or crews to training, uh, city council around. If guests come into town that need to be shared around, it's, it's a bigger vehicle that can hold up to, I believe, seven passengers. Okay, thank you. Are there any other questions, Mr. Young? Councilmember Lynn? How many passenger seat is it? I, I believe it's seven. Off the top of my head, it might be eight. So what are we currently using now? I think we have a smaller Tahoe, an older Tahoe. And how many is that seat? I believe six. So we're gonna, how often are we, how often are we giving people rides that are over six? Like this is just a big purchase and I'm just trying to figure out if it's worth spending this much money for how often are we using it and if we need something bigger for those times, wouldn't it be just cheaper to rent something? Yeah. If you may, uh, uh, Councilmember Lynch, so this uh, particular item um, is necessary. So I actually don't use a fleet vehicle very often. I usually use my own car uh, with without reimbursement, uh, only because the process is, is so hard <laughs> to try to do it. So I'd rather just take my own car. Uh, but uh, when we do want to use it, uh, I would say probably 
um, nine times out of 10, the Tahoe is already booked. And uh, so we have a Tahoe and we have a Fusion here. Uh, if we need to take, um, as Mr. Young had mentioned, if we need to take the council, if we need to take uh, um, any groups on, um, on uh, tours uh, throughout our community, we bring in people that are going to be bidding a project and we need to all be together to have a conversation as, as we're going. Uh, this would provide that. The Tahoe would stay in the fleet, so we would then be able to take the, uh, the Tahoe and this vehicle and we'd be able to accommodate all. Uh, many of you know, sometimes at Tri-City Councils, we're taking three or four cars uh, to Bullhead City or Parker, excuse me, Bullhead City or Kingman, uh, which this would alleviate uh, some of those concerns. Um, and obviously the mileage reimbursement uh, cost to send employees out on, on mileage or rental car, um, it's generally less expensive for a rental car than it is for mileage reimbursement. Uh, but still uh, with that, it's, it's coordinating getting the rental car and all of those pieces together. So this is an approved item in the budget that we discussed during our budget work sessions uh, throughout this last year. Mr. Mayor, yes. do we have any idea how often that happens that we need to use this vehicle? I, I understand what you told me who use it, but how often are we doing that? I just know that I've been on council for 10 years and I mean, I, I can carpool, I can, and I choose not too many times, but I'm just curious of what that looks like. Sure. Yeah, no, it, it happens uh, quite often. So, I mean, the, I just talked about the experience from the council perspective. So I would say multiple times in a month, uh, Mr. Knudsen, maybe from a, a staff uh, perspective, you would have uh, some additional information on that. Sure. Um, <clears throat> Mayor Xi, uh, Council Berlin. Um, yeah, so we talk about it just in Tri-City Council and, and uh, as, as the council utilizes these vehicles as we, we uh, go in large groups um, and uh, different trainings that occur, whether it's in Phoenix or otherwise. Um, uh, Ms. Bracamonte uh, utilizes our vehicles for the transport of our Hayek kids uh, when we have uh, different uh, meetings that uh, they attend. And then um, um, if we have a group of admin services uh, uh, staff that's going to a, to a training, they're going to, they can't. You know, we, that can't fit into the Ford Fusion, uh, that vehicle will be used. So without exact numbers in front of me, I, it's uh, several times a month. Are there any other questions for Mr. Young before we open the public hearing? All right, this is a public hearing. Would anyone like to address the City Council on this item? Seeing none, we'll go ahead and close the public hearing, bring it back to Council for discussion or possible motion. Mayor. Uh, Councilmember Koch? Motion. Please. I move to approve the purchase of a 2024 Chevrolet Suburban LT four-wheel drive vehicle from Midway Chevrolet Company, one LLC, in the amount of $71,575.29, subject to release of the manufacturer's official 2024 published pricing and discount off of the manufacturer's retail price as amended by the Arizona State Purchasing Office and authorized the city manager to approve the amended adjustment if necessary. Second. We have a motion from Councilmember Koch and a second from Councilmember Dolan. Is there any additional discussion? Seeing none, we're ready to vote. Motion carries six to one. Thank you. Then item 7.5 is approve the purchase of one 2024 Ford Maverick four-wheel drive from Santan Auto Partners, LLC. Mr. Young? Uh, yes, good evening. We're looking at replacing a 2006 Chevy Uplander with 101,000 miles, um, 37 points. Uh, to remind of the point system, uh, we look at the year, the age, the repairs that have been made, the miles, the hours that have been logged on it, 
the damages that have been done. Um, this van is well overdue, and the new superintendent for parks agreed for a cheaper vehicle to stay under budget, and he, and he went with this uh, Ford Maverick. So uh, we are doing it through a cooperative with Sandhan Ford, and we're asking you to approve the purchase of the Ford Maverick 2024 for $30,000, $244.45. Thank you. Uh, and uh, Mr. Young, this would be the first, uh, wouldn't be the first, but it'd be a conversion from Chevy trucks primarily is what we had been purchasing to, to this uh, Ford Maverick. Actually, we stepped into Chevy for just a minute <laughs> uh, and the Ford window opened on this one. So we, we got the Ford. Okay. So vehicle maintenance would be um, educated. We Chevys and Fords in our fleet. So yes. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Are there any other questions from members of council for Mr. Young? Mr. Mayor? Yes. Council what, do, what do we use this vehicle for? Uh, this would be the superintendent of parks vehicle. He'd be using it all, all the time, all day long, actually running from parks and all the jobs that he does. Okay. So, and it's got 101,000 miles on it right now. The, the uplander. Yes. And I apologize for not getting you a data sheet. Um, 101,000 miles, 37.1 points. And we normally, uh, discard at 32 points or recommend for what replacement of, at 32. Sorry. I'm sorry. What type of maintenance have we had to do on it? Um, I do not have that information in front of me, but I can get it for you. Are there any additional questions for Mr. Young for members of the council? All right, this is a public hearing. Would anyone like to address the city council on this item? Seeing now, we'll go ahead and close the public hearing, bring it back to council for discussion or possible motion. Mayor, motion. Yeah, Vice Mayor Lane. I move to approve the purchase of one 2024 Ford Maverick front-wheel drive vehicle in the amount of $30,244.45 from Santan Auto Partners, LLC, subject to release of the manufacturer's official 2024 published pricing and discount off the manufacturer's retail price as amended by the Arizona State Purchasing Office and authorize the city manager to approve an amended adjustment if necessary. Second. We have a motion from Vice Mayor Lane and a second from Councilmember Dolan. Is there any additional discussion? Seeing none, we're ready to vote. Motion carries seven to zero. Thank you. Uh, that concludes our public hearings. Uh, item eight is our call to the public. This is an opportunity where citizens have to address the city council on items within the jurisdiction of Lake Havasu City. Uh, these items uh, would not be on the agenda. Your comments are limited to three minutes. Again, there's a light indicator box next to Ms. Williams. Green means you have time. Yellow means one minute's remaining. Uh, red means that your three minutes is up. We do ask that uh, whatever comments that you may have, you direct uh, yourself and your comments directly to the city council on those items. Uh, the council cannot have a two-way discussion during this process. We can listen intently uh, and uh, respond to criticism if, if necessary during this process. Uh, but uh, we would uh, listen to each uh, comment that comes forward. You don't have to sign up for a call to the public, but we did have two citizens do so. So we'll start uh, with those two, and then we'll open it up to the rest. So we'll start with Ms. Uh, Joan DeZero. Joan DeZero, D-Z-U-R-O. Good evening, Council and Mayor. Um, as the leaders of our community, you are responsible for keeping our roads repaired, our water and sewer systems operating correctly, managing infrastructure projects, keeping our parks good shape and safe, 
supporting our safety officers and making sure they have the training and equipment they need to serve our community effectively. And you handle all of these things very well. There is an area, however, the government was never structured to handle and has not been successful in helping on a consistent basis. And that is the area of lifting up our residents when they hit hard times. God has instructed all of us that he expects us to reach out and give a helping hand when our neighbors need it. And I believe Americans, and especially Lake Havasu residents, are some of the greatest people for doing this, and we've seen this with many of the organizations here tonight. Toward that end, we at the Lake Havasu Republican Women's Club wanted to let you know what we have accomplished over this past year to augment what the city does to lift up our residents. With me tonight is our president, Carol Pruitt, and chair of Caring for America, the committee that spearheads these programs, Ganell Cruz. In 2023, the women and men of our club hosted a shoe drive for Havasu Clothes Closet for the children who are in need of new shoes going back to school. 170 pairs of shoes were donated, as well as $600 in cash. A $1,000 scholarship was awarded to four Lake Havasu City senior girls to help them as they continue their educational journey. A pajama drive for children coming out and going into the foster care program in Lake Havasu, resulting in 222 pairs of pajamas and 75 handmade pillowcases were donated so children had something other than trash bags to put their personal belongings in and take with them. We pass a bucket each month for military moms and have donated $3,908 so far. We conduct a basket raffle each month with the proceeds going to New Horizons and this year was able to give them $3,020. Our annual food drive raised 86 pounds of food and $1,600 in cash. We have adopted 125 forgotten seniors, and they each will receive special Christmas presents to let them know that they are an important part of our community and that people are thinking of them. So as you can see, we also care about our community and working with all of you here on the council, we continue to make Lake Havasu the best community there is. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the next speaker is uh, Jamie Bernier. Did I get close? Close enough. Uh, Jamie Bernier. Oh, excellent. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for being Thank here. Thank you for having me, Mr. Mayor, council members. Um, my name is Jamie Bernier. I'm the grants coordinator for Mojave County Community Services, and I'm here today to make the public aware of an upcoming opportunity for nonprofits and special districts seeking federal funding assistance from housing and urban development, also known as HUD, using community development block grant CDBG funds from regional account. CDBG funds must be used to benefit low and moderate income persons in areas, alleviate slum and blight, and address an urgent need. Mojave County Community Services will be holding a public hearing on Thursday, January 11th, 2024 at 5.30 p.m. to receive applications for funding assistance and gather citizen input on the use of these CDBG funds. It will be located in the Suaro Conference Room of the Mojave County Administration Building and um, Community Services Department. That's located at 700 West Bill Street in Kingman. The flyer presented to council members tonight is available this evening. It's also going to be displayed in Mojave County newspapers, social media, media press release, community outreach centers, as well as the Mojave County Community Services webpage. And you can access that at www.mojave.gov. You're going to want to click on the government at the top left. Select the community services link under the department section, and the CDBG information will be there for everyone to see and utilize. For pre-application or more information, you can reach out to me, Jamie Bernier, at 928-753-0723, and my work extension is 4215. 
I'd love to thank you for allowing me to use this public platform to get the information out. Thank you so much. All right, that concludes our citizens that have signed up. Uh, would anyone else like to address the City Council during call to the public? If so, just please make your way to the podium and state your name for the record. Bonnie Toy. Hi, I would just like to make a suggestion um, because I don't like to be called a conspiracy theorist before sharing information. And if the city would... Um, use their social media platforms that they had available when issues come up that are going to be at your city council meeting perhaps if the city were to post the links and all the information necessary for regular citizens to read the information for themselves because sometimes people get busy and forget or they don't know to go look at the city's government website that your city social media pages could give the citizens who use social media a way to read that information. By the way, I thought that the city council agenda was supposed to be posted at the city library. When I was at the city library today, I did not see it posted anywhere at the library on their bulletin board. So I'm just letting you know, maybe the library forgot to post it. Thank you. Thank you. Would anyone else like to address the city council during call to the public? Seeing none, we'll close the call to the public. Moving on to item nine is our current events. Are there any council committee reports? Yeah, Vice Mayor Lane. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. It, last night we had a, a meeting with uh, Parks and Rec Committee, and we had uh, a gentleman from the Pickleball Association come and say that uh, they have $65,000 uh, to put towards lighting for the pickleball courts. And so uh, the, uh, the committee is requesting that during the budget process, Mr. City Manager, that uh, we work with the Pickleball Association to see if we can help facilitate those lights and uh, get that money as a donation from them. So thank you. Thank you, Vice Mayor Lane. Councilmember Moses. Thank you. Uh, I'll give you guys an update on the PED. Um, we just did our annual audit um, and came back with no issues um, from the independent, you know, uh, CPA. Um, and then there's also another exciting project that I'll share a little bit about. I don't want to give all the details because I'll leave it up to the uh, the actual developer that's you know going up there. But Star Cinemas has been as with most movie theaters all over the country, have been going through some tough times. And so there is, a, the, the PED was instrumental in, in kind of the assistance with a, uh, with a sale and, and to getting that switched over to a new owner who's gonna reimagine the movie theater with a big uh, national brand restaurant coming in and, and do lots of different things. They're, they're gonna keep the movie theater open so we, we didn't lose any jobs, we didn't lose any business. Um, they're just gonna, um, slowly reimagine half the movie theater into um, some activity type centers. And so uh, it's really exciting going up there and the PED did a great job kind of getting and um, helping facilitate that. Um, and then also they're kind of excited about this is the expansion of Nomadic. We've had um, a lot of success um, with um, uh, the office space rentals. Uh, 
the, the big offices are completely full. They still have floating desks around that are, that are vacant for people if they're coming into town and stuff like that and just want to grab it for a couple of days. So they still have that, but they need more office space. And so they have a second level of that center, um, that center building that they're going to uh, be looking into building out and having a couple more office spaces so we can have that for our budding entrepreneurs. Um, here in Lake Havasu. So really exciting that that project has been so successful and they're able to even expand the, uh, the opportunities for people. And that's it. That's all I got. Excellent. Thank you. Any additional council committee reports? All right. Uh, item 10, future meetings. Our next meeting is Tuesday, December 12th, 2023 at 5.30 p.m. It is a regular meeting. Uh, and then our that actually is the last meeting of the year. So our next meeting will be into January of 2024 already. So again, December 12th, 2023, 5.30 p.m., uh, regular meeting. Item 11, are there any future discussion items? Seeing none, uh, item 12, uh, motion to adjourn. All right, we are adjourned. Thank you for being here. Be kind. We'll see you next time.